How many of you are familiar with zombies? Anyone? I mean, I don't see how any of us wouldn't be familiar with zombies. They're all over the place. On TV, in the movies, everywhere. They're literally everywhere. So, you know, it's always about a zombie apocalypse. Um, So, being honest, how many of you have ever thought about what you would do if a zombie apocalypse were to actually happen? I have. I know I have. (laughs) It's... I mean, it's not going to happen. A zombie apocalypse isn't going to happen. But, I mean, it's just fun to think about. It's fun to think about, like, what would you do? I mean, me personally, I think it would be fun to go out and fight some zombies. I mean, I grab a sword, just go out, you know, go to war. I mean, I mean, all they can do is walk. So, I mean, if they're just walking, then, you know, there's really no threat. I mean, if a lion, a lion could just walk at you, I mean, you know, there's nothing really to be afraid of. But we're afraid of them because they can run out after us and devour us. And anyways, <laughs> the whole point of me bringing up zombies was uh, to say that that's kind of like us. Not that we go out eating people. I hope not. But that all we know, just like a zombie, all they know to do is to sin. I mean, all they know to do is to eat people. All we know to do is to sin. Apart from God. Apart from God, we are filthy sinners. All we know to do is to sin, to do evil. I mean, we have this sin nature that makes us want to sin. And we need to understand this. I mean, we think because we're involved in this ministry and that ministry, and, you know, we do all these good things, we think that's us, but it's not us. That's God. And none of that stuff, none of that makes us a good person. The only thing good about us is Jesus. I mean, just look at the Bible from cover to cover. It all points to Jesus. Old Testament and New Testament, all of it points to Jesus. And we need to realize, we just need to understand that we are nothing apart from God and that we ourselves cannot live this life that we're called to live. And that sounds depressing. It does, but it doesn't have to be depressing. There's actually great joy in that. So if you guys could turn your Bibles to Galatians chapter 2, we're going to read verse 20. And verse 20 is really all, you know, the main verse that I'm going to be using. um, Because there's just so much in this verse that I just want to, um, that I personally have learned from and that I just want to share with you guys. But anyways, let's read it. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Look look at that first part of the verse. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Listen, this Christian life, we cannot live it. It has to be Jesus in us. It has to be Jesus. And you see, we see all these people in the Bible. We see Paul, you know, he understood that. He understood that it had to be Jesus in him. It wasn't him. And we say, how could they be so passionate? How could they they be, you know, just so disciplined, so passionate about the gospel, about Jesus? Well, it's because it wasn't them, and they understood that. They knew that it had to be Jesus in them. And Paul understood that. 
And I'm going to be honest with you guys. A lot of times I struggle with feeling inadequate. Like, like I can't, like, I mean, who am I to be up here and preaching to you guys to telling you how to live your life? I mean, I don't even have my own life together. So who am I to be up here and try to tell people how to live? You know, so I feel inadequate. I mean, someone else could be up here doing a much better job than me. But the thing I've realized, the thing I've learned from this verse and others like it in the Bible, is that it's not about me. It's not about me. It doesn't matter what I can do. It's what Jesus can do through me. Because I, I, I am inadequate. I am. I, I, I am not capable of doing all these things that God has called me to do. But it doesn't matter because it's Jesus in me. It's not about me. It never has been about me. And it never will be about me. It's about Jesus. And it always has and always will be about him. I can't do it. And, and I don't have to do it. You know, I can't stand up here and preach. It has to be Jesus in me. I'm just a vessel. And you know, maybe you struggle with the same thing. Maybe you feel inadequate. Well, let me tell you something. You are. We all are. But it's okay because it's Jesus in us. It has to be Jesus. Listen, you could try to do it yourself. You can try over and over and over again. But you will fail. You'll fail every time. Because it has to be Jesus. It's not about us. And we need to understand that. But how do we allow, what, what does that look like? How do we allow the Spirit of Jesus to live through us? Well, I'm glad you asked. The answer is actually pretty simple. We need to get out of the way. We need to get out of the way. Yes, we live and we breathe in this body, but our lives must be lived by faith in the Son of God, by the faith of the Son of God, as the verse says. Faith in Him to do through us what we cannot do. We need to stand aside and trust in Him. We need to die to ourselves. Die to our flesh. Die to our sinful desires. That's what we're called to do. Jesus will do the rest. And you know what? I remember seeing this skit. It was like a skit. Um, I saw it on YouTube before. And, I mean, it wasn't the skit guys. It was, it was kind of like the skit guys. It was pretty good. Uh, but it involved a stool. That's a nice stool. But whoever sat on the stool controlled your life. So it's either you or it's Jesus. That's what this skit, this skit was describing. So it's either you or Jesus. And a lot of times what we like to do is we like to push Jesus off of the stool and we like to sit on it ourselves. But you know, when we sit on the stool, nothing good comes from that. We're sinful. We have this sin nature. We want to sin. And I mean, why do we even want to sit on the stool? Why would we want to push Jesus off? Because we want to sin. We don't want to do things His way. We don't do it our way. So we need to understand that we need to allow Jesus to sit on the stool. We need to die to ourselves. We need to step aside. It has to be Jesus. And when you let Jesus sit in the stool, when you die to yourself, when you take up your cross, God will do amazing 
things through you. Jesus will do amazing things through you. Amazing things will happen. Do you want to be a light to the world? Do you want to see God use your life for something amazing? Well, die to yourself. Step out of the way. This life we're called to live as Christians is a life of surrender. We surrender our life to Jesus, every part of it, so that he can do amazing things through it, accomplish great things through it. And the more we allow his spirit, the Holy Spirit, to work through us, the more we become like him. And you know what? We need to learn how to surrender just like Jesus did. And you know what? If the realization that God can do much greater things with our lives than we ever could, if that's not enough to convince you to step out of the way, die to yourself, and surrender your life to Jesus, then you're crazy. But maybe the next part of this verse will be enough. We'll do the job. Let's read it. It's just the last part of the verse. It says, Who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen, Jesus loves you. He gave himself for you. Yes, he died for the whole world. Yeah, he died for the whole world, but he also died for you individually. Do you understand that? He loves you and he gave himself for you individually. And you know, he has no reason to love us. He has no reason to love us. It's not like we're just so lovable that he just has to love us. He, he, he just can't help but to love us. No. But he does. He loves us so much. He loves you so much that he gave himself for you. The God of the universe who created everything, he humbled himself, came into this world, and sacrificed himself for you. So what do you do? You say, oh, that's nice. Thank you, Jesus. No. There's much more than that. And I feel like that's what we do a lot. You say, oh, thank you, Jesus. I appreciate it. It's cool that you gave yourself for me. They came and you suffered for me. They do all this stuff for me. Thank you. No. You see... That's not what the Christian life is. The Christian life is a life of total and complete surrender to God, as I said. Because he gave himself for you. So we should joyfully give our lives to Jesus. We should joyfully give our lives to Jesus because he gave himself for us. He gave his life for us. He must increase and we must decrease. We need to die to ourselves. Now, let's get practical, all right? What would this really look like in our lives? Well, if you're going to die to yourself, you need to let go of your sin. You need to die to your sin. You need to let go of that sin that you look to for satisfaction, that sin that, that your flesh just loves, that just makes you feel so good. You know what I'm talking about. It might satisfy you. It might satisfy you, but you, we all, as we all know, as we all have experienced, they will only satisfy for a season. And you know, the reality, the reality of sin is that it, all, it only leads to death. It only leads to destruction. That's the reality of sin. 
And you know what we say? We say, no, I can handle it. I won't let it get too out of control. And next thing you know, we're addicted. You're addicted to something that will only bring death. It's not going to bring anything good. Do you really want to go to your grave holding on to some sin? To die in bondage to your sin that Jesus already set you free from? I'm just saying, that's a scary thing. And this void that we try to fill with sin, it can only be filled by Jesus. It has to be Jesus. And you know, but we crave sin. We crave sin. We want sin. Which is why we need to die to ourselves. And you know, when you truly allow Christ to live in and through you, he shatters your sin. Because he wants you to know that he is so much better than your sin. That that sin is unfulfilling. And he is more than fulfilling. He is all satisfying. So don't be controlled by your sin. Let Jesus control your life. It has to be Jesus. And another example, a practical example, could be, I mean, just say you're out at the store, all right? You're out at the store, and I, I like this example. You're out at the store, and you see someone, and you just have this urge to share the gospel with them, to tell them about Jesus, to share them the love of Christ. First thing I want to point out is that, that that's not us. That, that's not you. That is Jesus inside of you. We don't care about telling someone about Jesus. That's not us. That's Jesus inside of us. That's Jesus making us new. But you know, a lot of times what we do when Jesus is calling us to do something like that is we make excuses. That's us. That's us. That's not Jesus. We say, oh, I'm too busy. Or, oh, it's just going to be awkward. I don't want it to be awkward. Or, I'm too shy. I'm too afraid. Well, it doesn't matter how afraid you are, how, how shy you are. It doesn't matter. Because it's not you. It's not us. It's Jesus in us. And we need to die to ourselves. We need to let him work through us. And like I said before, when we die to ourselves, when we allow Jesus to work through us, amazing things happen. I mean, people hear the gospel. People are shared the love of Christ when we let Jesus work through us. See, I want us all to understand that this is the big thing, that it has to be Jesus. I know I've said it a bunch of times, and I'll say it even more. We need to be dependent on Christ moment by moment, day by day, to live through us. And, and the only way that that will happen is if we get out of the way. We need to get out of the way, and we need to die to ourselves. It has to be Jesus. And we surrender our lives to him because he, he gave his life for us. He gave his life for us. So we give our lives to him. We give our lives for him. And you know, even more than that, just the simple fact that Jesus can do so much more with our lives than we ever could. He can do so much more with your life than you ever could. So you need to give your life to him. Surrender to him. 
It's not about us. It's not about us and what we can do or what we can perform, but what he can perform through us. Listen, you can't break that addiction. You can't be a light to the world. It has to be Jesus in you. So be dependent on him. Be dependent on him. Be dependent on Jesus. And you know, we're just like children. We're just like children that need their father. We need our heavenly father. Except we don't ever get to a point where we don't need him anymore or we don't need him as much or we need him less. No. As life goes on, we realize that we need him more than we ever thought we needed him before. That we need him to live through us. That we need Jesus to live through us. That's what we realize. He can do so much more with our lives than we can ever do. If you want to do things, big things for God, then die to yourself. Let Jesus live through you. It has to be Jesus. It has to be Jesus.